0: Welcome to The Warehouse Podcast. We are a non-profit organization based in Cape Town, South Africa, passionate about societal transformation through an engaged and justice-centered church. We believe that Jesus is never disengaged from pain, oppression, or injustice, and as such, neither should we be. Join us on a journey to explore what it means to emulate His ways of being within our context today. who is listening, and welcome to the Warehouse podcast. Um, My name is Tandy Gamedze. I work for the Warehouse in communications and content creation and some other things. Um, I'm really excited for our conversation today, um, thinking about black women and the church and theology, um, and I have some extremely special guests with me today for this conversation. Um, I think if you have been listening to our podcast, you have met a few of them already. In fact, so, okay, so um, I'm going to ask them all to introduce themselves just now, but you will know Ntando from the Church, Land, and Spatial Justice podcast. Mm-hmm. And then Cecitle, Ayanda, and Tami were all part of the Sacrifice of Africa podcast, right? <laughs> sorry. Oh, t- sorry Tommy wasn't there I think she joined after the yeah. podcast mm-hmm. okay so Tommy and Precious you will not have heard from on the podcast before but so I'm excited to I was part of the them.
1: reading group I was
0: yes. a silent member same okay so they were both silent yeah. members of the reading group apparently. silent member <laughs> just learning <laughs> But these are some people that I have huge respect for um, and I love very much, so I think I'm excited for people to be hearing this conversation, but also I'm excited to be having this conversation with them. Um, so maybe before we start, if you can all introduce yourselves, I'll start with Tammy. Yeah, that's me. And Tommy. say a little bit about your <laughs> 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 Yeah, that's
2: my name. <laughs> yeah, that's my name. Done. Tammy Numa James. Um, a songwriter, a worship leader, and work in progress. Um, yeah. Mm.
3: Mm. I love that. Mm. Nice. Um, um, My name is Ayanda Nusani. Um, I'm a historian in training academic in training I think a lot and yeah this is my thing oh, nice
2: <laughs> <laughs> I uh, you
3: know guys
4: I, I don't know what to say I, I mean people who, who listen to the podcast before will know that I, I work for a social enterprise um, focused on, work, on working conditions and um, and I've just started uh, curating. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what. I don't know how to put it. Cultural Yay. curator. <laughs> Cultural curator. <laughs> mm, architecture. Um, with these lovely ladies here, um, a space focused on yeah, being at the intersection of faith and culture in Africa, It's mm-hmm. called Anodomini. I don't actually know how to pronounce it. <laughs> <laughs> you tell us. <laughs> you can give
0: the give the handle. <clears throat> yes. people.
1: Oh
4: yeah, handles. Yeah, follow us on. Uh, what, what instagram, on? At instagram. Anna. Anna Domini. yes at Anna Domini Mag. that's 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 where yeah, you can man. find us
5: nice mm-hmm. ndandom. ndandom lambo here um wordsmith corporate theologian mm. <laughs> yes yes Social <laughs> yes. 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 justice activist yes yes, girl. yes. <laughs> phd student yeah
0: that's awesome. me mm and precious and i'll just tell you that precious is joining us from afar so i hope the sound works out but yeah hashtag zoom hashtag zoom um
1: my name is precious Sharon um that's what's written on my zoom i am a daughter sister um historian and
0: lover of jesus and people nice Mm. nice thank you all for being here um and as ayanda was talking i also remembered that she was also on the podcast about generational trauma so Mm. if you haven't listened to any of those you should go back and listen do it um so i wanted to frame this conversation today around the concept of home which I feel like is a concept that I talk about a lot and I think about a lot, and that's very important to me um, in different ways. Um, and I think I think it's important in per- in personal ways to me, but also at a at a wider level, a systemic and national level, um, because the the plight I think of black people and maybe in particular black women. Um, In this country and in other places, has been this plight of of making home and having to make home um, under many times under conditions that were not conducive. Um, And one of the things I really love um, that I've read in this is from bell hooks, um, and it's called Home Place, and she talks about she talks about basically how um, often black women are silenced or unrecognized in the revolution, and yet they are the ones who are making these safe places and making home for people, and how making home and making these safe places in these spaces where you are constantly displaced is revolutionary. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think, I think that's often what black women have done. Um, and obviously, in in South Africa, our history is replete with with um, cases of forced removal mm-hmm. of people of color. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think so. Thinking about this conversation, I think this displacement is not only physical, but it also it happens in multiple ways. So it happens psychologically, um, it happens spiritually, it happens theologically. Um, and so, so I want to think about this this kind of concept in the church and I think, I mean, even if we think about very recent and current examples of um, what this moment has been showing us about kind of the, the things that the dominant theologies are rooted in mm-hmm. like these, these um, are very I mean this thing of slavery as a white blessing which of course that example has been used a lot and will be used a lot because mm-hmm. it's, it's so wild um, but how thinking about how the, theologizing things in that way, what that does to black people, mm-hmm. um, what that does to black women. So, so my first question is how have particular practices, beliefs, or theologies um, in the church or in the realm of theology displaced you? And maybe um, thinking about particular examples that you have of that or, or any thoughts that you have around that.
3: So as you as you were locating, I remember. Mm -hmm. So I went to a wedding um, last year, beautiful, beautiful wedding. That was like the person who was getting married was like a came from a big community, and it was just so beautiful to just like see how her community was loving her um, and wishing her well in this like marriage journey. Mm
5: -hmm.
3: And then as for any Christian wedding, they did all Ephesians. The man is the man is the head of the household. Wives submit to your. Your husband as husbands love your wife um, as Christ loves the church. And and I think as I listened to that, I was like, oh, that's so beautiful. But, and it's such a verse for me that I I really, I've seen good men love their, hus- their wives. Like I've seen mm-hmm. um, beautiful mutual submission, but that verse stays triggering me mm-hmm. because I'm like, I know that we can intellectually say, well, the verse before says, mm. therefore submit to one another. Like mm. we can do that work. And I think it's important, but it's even with knowing that the verse before says, therefore submit to one another, it isn't applied in that way. No. And so I just, I remember just speaking to, so I was with, we were driving up to the wedding and we we're driving down. And I was one of, there were three other guys in the car. And I was like, guys, this, this, this verse really hurts me. Mm um because it feels like my only role can be this thing Mm. and then we and i and they were like no but it is easy to submit to a man whom you love and i'm like yeah but he's not required to submit to me um and i know that marriage is an invitation to to build and co-create something with one that you love but it just it's a verse that still hurts me because Mm. my position feels like there's only one of it Mm. um and the call over that one moment is that I submit to him mm. and and I and I hope that can be beautiful but I know how it's been applied mm. Mm. and so there's a disconnect between the the written intention the text and how it's been lived out mm. um, which makes me feel just yeah mm. I, I, I feel like
2: it's,
4: not fair. it's not fair that um, and I think I don't know if we, I may mention this to one of you for maybe to you purchase but like it's not fair that we're being painted as those people, right? Because I likewise, like when I hear that verse, um, and you and you know, right, like mm. it, it's the first thing that men go to, mm. and you know why they're saying it, right? Mm. They're not they're not saying it because they're trying to apply. They're not saying it because they're trying to yeah. love, love you, you so, right? Yeah. They're mm. saying it because they're looking for a very particular response from you, right? The power dynamic, and so I hate the fact that now we're the ones who have to look like the rebellious woman, yes, like the angry woman, yeah, like the women who think that they're too independent to actually, you know, want to submit to or, yeah. or live a life with a guy because. Um, because that's not the real reason that I'm I'm irked by that verse. I'm mm. irked because you're not you're not reading it in context. Yes. Yeah. To I'm not write.
3: trying. To, I'm not trying to rebel. I'm not trying right. to, because because one of them was like, one of them said to me, "It's so interesting that you've been a Christian for so long and you're right. still fighting this." and I'm like.
0: That's not fair.
3: Like me being, me fighting this doesn't isn't a reflection of me not being Christian. Mm. It's because I'm Christian. I'm like, friends, like, can we have an honest conversation about what this verse does to me as a woman? Mm. What this verse does to to women in this world and in the church? Don't make me. Don't make me look unsaved, Don't do that to me. Mm. Um, yeah. And I think that's that's what I'm I'm displaced in that moment because I'm not Christian enough. Right. Mm. And and one of them jokingly was like, I hey, will be praying for you. And I was like, that's not nice. That's not kind. And so, mm, yeah. but yeah, I do agree with you that like when it is used, it's never because they no. wanted to love me. They, they wanted to silence me because, yeah. And I think going back to that, I think maybe with this issue of
4: displacement, it's just, it's a thing of, because we're responding to these, to these twisted theologies and these twisted interpretations. We're made to look like people who are who are the rebellious ones, who are the ones trying to, um, you know, disunify the church, whatever. Whereas we're just responding to, yeah, like you're saying, to something that, that, that is not being um, looked at and actually carefully interpreted in, mm. in, 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 in in this context with the with the intent of purely living it out. Mm. So, yeah, I don't know. Mm. I, I want to say like, rather than rather than rather than saying, oh, let's pray for you because you're the problem. Let's actually look at why. Why do you feel like you need to say that particular passage to me mm-hmm. in order to mm. to 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 get a particular response from me? Like, why, like, why, like, like, why to, why for you is that the first thing that you jump to? Mm. Like, like, why, like, why do we? Yeah, wh- like, why are these? I mean, I suppose we know there are answer to it. Right? why, why, why are these? Why do people twist theology in a particular way? Right? It's, it's, it is to maintain power. It is to, mm. but,
1: yeah, it's not fair. It's not fair. Mm. Um, I have two things. I hope I'm not going to be too long. Go for it. Um, and 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 this is something I shared in another space around. Um, and this is something I've grappled with all my life. So I grew up in a Christian family. So by the time I was born, my, my parents had had um, crossed the line of faith. And um, there's always just been this weird dynamic, right, in our family where we can't go to certain, you know, kind mm. of rituals um or ceremonies because we believe in, in, in Jesus, right? And um so feeling alienated from my family, um, to a certain extent and not really knowing them because we we can't partake in the in the fullness of the what the word is, but um yeah, there's certain things that we just don't participate in. Um and you know what I, I mean I, I don't think my my I, I don't think I, I, I hold anything you know towards my parents I, I really respect the integrity and them taking a stand right for what they believe in um and in many ways they are respected in my family and and, and play a really big role as, as elders in the family but i think it, it has been this idea of like because um we're christian our our, our primary family is our you know our church family right mm-hmm. um and yet, in sure. many ways, I haven't experienced that. So I think I've taken that seriously of like, my like church is my home, and especially as someone who's grown up in, in church, and and my parents, uh, my dad, my, my dad later became a pastor. Um, and so feeling like I have this family, this you know kind of my extended family, mm-hmm. um, but also there's this like church family, and I don't feel like I belong, fully belong in in either mm-hmm. two spaces. Um, uh, yeah, so, so I think for me, it has been like that negotiating that yeah. and like, what does it mean? And like, I mean, I think classic example yesterday in, in, in so we're trying to come up with a Kosa lexicon and trying to think of historical concepts and terms in this class with my scholarship cohort. And we were talking about uh, rites of passage. And it was just, like the most interesting thing for me when, you know, the men, <laughs> part the men? who are part of the, the scholarship cohort um, were even talking about the girls right of passage and I like in a way I felt like I, I wasn't qualified enough to speak right because I don't know that life um, even though I'm a woman even though I'm a coastal woman and I pride myself in that um, and even if I were to speak on what I do know as a historian uh, but also what I know as someone who loves my culture, it would be like, what are you saying because mm-hmm. when you don't you sure. don't take part mm-hmm. in the rituals you don't believe in this you know so an undermining of that
5: yeah
1: um and then i think um so that's one aspect is like is this sense of like what does it actually mean to be a crosser Christian?
5: christian
1: mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and i think for me that's the important thing is like there's an alienation that you you just yeah. like you're not fully mm. part mm. Sure. of the, either one I'll either maybe. yeah mm. but also like a church there's like oh we're family of god we're brothers and mm. sisters in christ mm. but really what does that mean what does that look mm. like and what does it look like for the person who's given up everything yeah. and he said i'm going to follow jesus sure. um and there's certain parts of myself that i'm going to That's um god. you know I, like relinquish almost because i am following
0: jesus mm.
1: right so that's one part of it um, and then i think the second part of it for me um something that has been like become a really sore point um and has really created like yeah created offense in my heart um, has been the dynamic between black pastors and and and, and white pastors so my dad um, he, he pastors in the township but the network that he's part of um, most of the pastors were part of that network um are white pastors in very affluent areas Mm. and it's just been so interesting that dynamic like he loves them he thinks of them as like you know his brothers but it's just like that Mm. guy doesn't even know my name Mm. (laughs) you know Mm. their children are not my friends um and it's not because um i'm a person who doesn't love people i'm not accessible Mm. but there is like the is this thing that we're not talking about like race is such a huge part Mm -hmm. of how we relate to each other as brothers and sisters in christ um and so it's just been like how do we love each other um so we say we love each other but actually i don't see that because Mm -hmm. of the the kind of interaction that we have right but also like will you help out your black brother um, and sister in Christ to live in a different context. Like what, is the, what are the implications of the gospel mm. um, for how you live? And um, yeah, I mean, I, like it's just, I, I, I could I could talk about this, but this is not my story to tell because I think that's, that's my dad's journey. And, and it's just like for me, it's, it's created so much offense because it's just like, there's so much racism even in this relationship. You don't know my name, mm. like really? Um, I know all your children's names, you know, um, and, and like, I've been to your house, you've never been to my house. I mean, if you have, it's only been on one occasion. But there's, like, yeah, I think for me, I've, I've definitely experienced that displacement and, and just, like, the question that lingers always is what does it actually mean to be a closer woman Christian? Mm. Um, especially with all that I have to give up to follow jesus
0: and 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 how i love people but i'm not i'm not feeling the love sure wow so So important um yeah i think i mean that touches on so many issues but i Mm. think what stands out the most to me is is that like the church is so often this place where we cannot fully be ourselves where Mm. we have to compartmentalize ourselves um, or as you were referring to, we have to reduce ourselves to fit into this mm-hmm. box of what mm-hmm. this Christian woman or mm. Christian black woman should okay. look like. And so so we don't get to be fully ourselves mm-hmm. in this place. And so to exist in these spaces with the confines within the confines of that imagination we have to completely reduce who we are yeah. and and forget about part, parts of our identity mm. that mm. are so important to us and intrinsic to us. Um, did you want to add anything, Tami and Tango?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think the thing that came to mind, you know, just even looking at the worship space and mm. thinking about what it means to worship um, mm. authentically in my skin yes. has been something that I've been on a journey, you know, discovering and and there's so many things that i see you know in, in 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 what we how we see the the church worshiping in in cape town i guess seeing worship said like okay where's the token like, as, you know mm-hmm. song and mm-hmm. and also this song is that we were okay not not not, not name shaming but the, yes. the song that has the english part mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yes. you know yes. where well, you can at least sing the verses and then at least there's something there and then the cross maybe we can go into another language so we're still trying to accommodate um but we're not allowing sure. ourselves to fully explore what it means to to, mm-hmm. to worship in our different languages mm-hmm. and etc and 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 i don't know I, I guess i'm just very um discouraged i guess i'm in this place i'm like lord how like the work that that still needs to be done in breaking down these structures even from that point there's just a lot to be done mm-hmm. um i think mm-hmm. about even just when i was when i was younger my old church um, joining this charismatic space where the pastor is saying no we can't sing the African songs because there's something on that rather let's let's do the, the hill songs or the Bethel because you know there's something about the spirit on this that, that is good or whatever you know mm-hmm. as it corresponds to the gospel mm-hmm. and the way it mm-hmm. preached the association with Africanism mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know it's just it robbed us so much wow. so that you see like we sing something and then you look at the back there's a, a you know umama at the mm-hmm. back where, dance you know it's just mm. like it's just yeah there's just so much sure. um to be done in in within that alone yeah. um yeah and and are we are we willing as 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 people who worship whatever to go then mm. sit in the discomfort of trying to figure out what it would look like to mm. to to explore mm. worship in you know different yeah. so that's just an aspect of it
0: yeah so important i think the that example with the um songs in English and Isikosa is so, so important and so telling and I think it like mirrors so much of, of what we are constantly having do to do, mm, right? Yeah. We constantly are having to make ourselves palatable, yeah. mm. like we, we are constantly making calculations and mm. weighing up how much of ourselves is, is okay in mm. this situation and mm. what can we bring before we are a threat. Yes. to the system or a threat yes. before people see us as a, as a threat mm-hmm. and so we we recognize you, I'm sure as a songwriter recognize that, okay, this is the amount of the song that can oh, be sure. in Isikosa yeah. and the rest must be in English
3: yes. um, but but the call to relinquish though is only on the black Christian mm-hmm. Like exactly. we, are, we, we are the only one who walks into the room and we cool, must mm-hmm. first undress ourselves yeah. because, yes. so, I mean I think of so a couple of years ago, I was in the US over the Christmas, Turkey, um, Christmas, Thanksgiving thing, mm. and and Easter, like all of the Christian holidays, and it's like Easter eggs, Easter bunnies, mm. like oh wow, the labor, like, all these all these relics that are Christian, right, and and that are that are codified. So the Christmas tree, the Easter bunny, all these things are Christian, and those things aren't thought of being cultural. Like, when we think, yes. like, like, Father Christmas isn't, we don't think of Father Christmas as an idol, yeah, you know? mm. but we think, you know what I mean? Like, right. and so the, the, the white Christian comes into Jesus with Father Christmas, with the Easter bunny, with the fairy tale, with the tooth fairy, yeah. um, mm. with um, Harry Potter, like, all those things can come to church. Mm. And so they can come with a Halloween you know what I mean like if if we if we're creating a binary but then I can't come with Mkomboti. I can't come yes. with a macheo I can't come with um I can't come with Umumberto I must undress myself and then pick yeah. up a new yeah mm. and it's and it's only asked of me yeah um yeah and, and the other person yeah like I mean, there's this whole thing, even within, with, particularly within traditional churches, where like, if you go to the township and you go to Ewe C, like, they are wearing uniform. Yeah. So the black Christian in C, like, the black Christian in the Methodist mm. church must undress themselves and then put on something new. Okay. Yeah. But the Methodist mm. church Christian in Rondebosch no. walks Both in and out. A yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. the call to relinquish is only on me and my mm. body. Mm. Mm. How is that okay though? Yeah. That doesn't make sense to me. Like the, the Father Christmas show for me is a big thing. Like Father Christmas is the Bunny, fairy tales. Yeah. Those things are there.
2: Yeah.
3: And, 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 when you, and when you can, you
4: know, um, come in with umpac. It's, it's one it day. It's one day. It has to be. It has to be. a curated day. day. It's, like, it's, a curated it's a day, day. of diversity. Surely it's a lifestyle. I'm not sure. So I, yeah. mean, that's what I always find. No, <laughs> I remember
5: once. Oh, the wearing, conference. That is the African conference. Right.
4: <laughs> I remember once. I, I, I thought about this. Once I was wearing umpac. Umpac. Um, and I was just sort of walking through um Ronna Bush. I don't know where I was going, and I could see people. It was like a normal day, and people were like looking at me, and people were staring properly. Mm-hmm. And I was, and and I, first I'm like, "Look, oh guys, like what, like what's wrong?" And I'm just like, "Oh wait, no, I'm I'm wearing something that like on a normal day is mm-hmm. is, is, is like like why are you wearing that?" Mm-hmm. Yes, there's particular particular spaces and places for it, mm-hmm. but like when you when you when you kind of like wanted to assert that kind of identity, um, it. Just, just no, no 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 it's not. It's not. Yeah. And and so you're gonna get those stairs you're gonna get that, that, that double take. And and
3: that's mm. so fascinating. Now when I saw Christian celebrating Halloween, I was like something's wrong here. And and not to demonize yeah. my Halloween, but I was like something's wrong here. Something's wrong here because because your Halloween is the Easter Bunny thing also drives me pisses me off. It's like so you guys can take all these pagan mm. things, and we'll call them pagan now because you've called all of mine pagan. Mm. So you'll take all these things, and, and they'll be at the altar of God, mm. and that's and that's fine. Oh, okay, cool. Mm. Then for me, then I'm like, I don't want it to be. I don't want to be in your fellowship, mm. because your fellowship strips me, strips strips all of me, yeah. and I can only be what you want me to be. And you're the only one. You are the only curator of what is normal. Yeah. you're like well calvin is the only person who can read the gospel and can tell me what yeah. the gospel says but can i
1: can i add to what you you're saying ayanda um i think at the at the current church that i'm a part of um i will never forget and i think this is something that has really just paid me one of the elders wives came to me she said hey, Presh, it was, I mean, it was during, like, the, the time of, you know, of was War, fees was so right, 2015, 2016. Hey, Presh, I read this really cool article, and it and it talks about how, you know, black people need to do so much work, and um, they they have to rid themselves of, of so much of who they are before they can enter white spaces. And it's and, and just, like, yo, I found that to be so interesting. <laughs> and, 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 like, I... <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. 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 so you know so you know but you're not going to do anything okay. to change mm. right and that is unrepentant that is sin mm. and i can call it that mm. but it's just like like what is the point of you reading that, and then that not, mm. not and not being committed at all? there was no commitment sure. to, to like we're going to change but it was just like i just want to let you know that i'm reading this article
5: mm. and sure Century. Like, <laughs> exactly.
2: Yeah. Mm. That's so. Sure. I agree, Prash. Like it's always that sure hmm. mm. But actually, no. We, like, can we have a conversational? Yeah. Mm. yeah. But it's like,
5: oh wow. It's so it's so totally. sad. So sad. tough. And <laughs> I think so also cute. like going going against the grain is dangerous for you. Like you, exactly. you are um embarking on a dangerous journey mm. where differences, disunity. Right. Um, mm-hmm. you sure. get yeah. called to mm. these weird coffee things what? and um mm. whatsapps Pink where coffee. Mm. coffee is dangerous for black people mm. I, I just want to repeat this yes. coffee is dangerous <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> stop calling me for coffee <laughs>
3: yeah. um just ask me about something that i tweeted
5: Imagine. yeah and and you're trying to create mm. curate my space mm. and warning me against saying certain things mm. um on my own space which i log in with my own details um, and and there, that's the art of silencing, and and people Absolutely. use the Bible as an art of silencing.
0: Sure. Um,
5: yeah. Can you speak more into that using the Bible as an art of silencing? That's okay. I think the that's the use of 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 the concept of unity mm. yeah. as yeah. the. Um, thing that c- you can use to make sure that I uh, stay in line mm-hmm. um, and the thing that you use to say oh, I'm not fitting into the culture mm-hmm. of, of the space um, uh, or um, you're fighting against the growth of the space, um, mm-hmm. not bringing the character of God into anything mm-hmm. that we're talking about but you use it to um, inform your status quo. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, that's it's such a danger to go against the grain. I've, I've watched yeah. people fall to the wayside and need therapy afterwards for doing yeah. that. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's unbiblical in its very nature. Sure.
1: Yeah, I mean, I was just thinking of like the famous verses that have been thrown at me by various pastors yes. um, at the white church that I attend.
3: Like, there is neither group what's Do not, Jew do not no gentile yeah, yeah. <laughs> Neither slave, nor free <laughs> Ah! you're like What was I doing? The, the, the Lord
4: commands I, 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 blessing whether it's unity So, if, if, when, now you're not There will be no blessing The you wall of division The dividing
1: wall of the. Has been broken down Because, yeah, it has been broken down In the body of Jesus Broken down through Jesus who is our peace and you're like but i don't see that i don't see that in this church mm. um and and you're you're going to throw a at me because you are a perpetual teacher right. and i will always be the perpetual student right. yeah. sure. right. um but but like i think yeah I'm, so i'm agreeing with what we're saying mm. when you're just like no man I, I don't see this i don't see this unity that you're talking
2: about um mm. yeah did you want to add something yeah just a small comment, even even just speaking to that, like those scriptures being thrown at us, and um, I, I feel like as almost like a scapegoat um, from actually like doing the the work of sitting right. and listening. Um, yeah. And I think if there was yeah. more of that, um, we, that could help us to get to that point. Mm. But I feel like that's just the where people go to. Um,
0: yeah, sure. So important. I, so I feel. So I under when you were first talking at. It was making me think of this um, this article that I've read that it's it's looking at education mm. dynamics in education, but it speaks about this concept of the ideal or the imagined learner, mm. and this is the kind of the, the learner that's in mind when they are writing the policies and all of that. Mm. And I mean, in South Africa, so in the education system. Basically, these policies and the curriculum is being written with this white middle-class right. learner in mind. Right. And so everyone else is just, just has to kind of scramble and try and fit sure. into that, um, whatever their context and identity actually is. Mm. Um, and I think there's a similar dynamic here, like mm. this imagined Christian, and mm. that person is probably a, a white male... Um, at At the very least white in in many of the churches that we've had some of these experiences in and and I think far beyond that as well because um, the West has dominated so much theology um, outside of itself um, so there's this there's this thing of this imagined or ideal Christian within mm-hmm. the church and when you when you deviate from that at all you get brought in line and people yeah. say you're bringing disunity and you need to Be in line with the vision for growth and all of that stuff and yet so there is this thing but it's very it's very silent and behind the scenes and that no one would ever admit that Mm -hmm. that is the the ideal christian would and similarly in the schools no one would Mm -hmm. say that they're writing policies Mm -hmm. for the middle class white child um and yet that's clearly what's happening and so so then when things like what you said like no there's no identity or our identity is in Christ there's Mm. no Jew nor Greek no male or female it's actually very dishonest because Mm. because this ideal learner is is this white Mm. white Christian white Mm. probably male Christian Um, and so that is the the identity that. Mm. We are having to conform to, right. and yet when we try to bring any of our own identity, mm. it said there is no Jew nor Greek. We right. are all. We are all. Yeah. Um, we all have our identity in Christ. So I think, I think thinking thinking about that and thinking of some of these dynamics that are within our churches and within our theology, um, what does it look like to? displace this dynamic and mm-hmm. what, is it, what does it look like to reclaim space within the church, within theology um, what has mm-hmm. that process been to you, what are some of the maybe ideas mm-hmm. or like streams of thought that have helped you to do that um, yeah I would love to hear some of those things of um, can
1: I wait I just need to get my book quickly um, but I'm, I'm doing my research in and she, so, she's preaching in the church in the 1920s, um, she's a poet, and in traditional class society, women are not poets, right? Um, and she writes something here, it's a, it's a response to, to some men who are criticizing um, women's prayer unions, and were also denigrating them, and, and so she it, it's quite a lengthy prose piece, I'm not going to read the entire one. Um, but she she writes here and she says, Listen, the brother goes on to say that day the home stand empty. Where's your mother? The child answers. She's gone to the women's prayer meeting. She's been away since last night. Note, reader, the child does not say that the mother has gone to church, a place where only ministers and the evangelists preach. The child says, Mother has gone to the women's prayer meeting, a place fit for her, where she can preach her fill, mm. slamming her head on the pillars and pews of the church, praying to her heart's content.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and, and I've been reading quite a lot on, on, on the women's prayer union, um, what, what we would call um, the women's maniano, where black women all over this country, um, and, and, and I think maybe not even in South Africa, but you know women who are in the Methodist church or Anglican church or Presbyterian, Churches um, meet on Thursdays for these prayer meetings, and and these prayer meetings become so much bigger than just gathering together to pray. Um, but they become spaces where women are thinking about um, their economic lives. As we see, 1920, there was actually like a, a revolution that happened in Herschel, a small little town in the Eastern Cape. Sure. It was led by um, you know women who are part of the Magnano who were fighting against government laws. Um, and, and and so I think for me when I read this when I read that in 1920 um, was saying that and, and I like this idea right like no the child does not say that the mother has gone to church a place um, where only ministers and the evangelist preachers um, the child says mother has gone to the women's prayer meeting and then, and then she goes on to say a place fit for her where sure. she can preach her full slamming her her head on the pillars and pews of the church Hmm. praying to her heart's content and so i think um reading these words and 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 reading about these women who who claim their space um in in the church through creating something different for themselves um but also who say like god has has something to say about our economics right like god has something to say about our livelihood like Mm -hmm. god has something to say about our daily lives. he has something to say about apartheid um, and so we sit here and we pray and we slam our heads on the pillars and the pews of the church. But also we will go out and we will protest against government laws that have an impact on, um, you know, uh, on on the bread that we that we bring home as 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 as, as breadwinners, right? Um, and and so I think that has been really encouraging for me to see how, you know, um, historically women. You know take church seriously and, and also how transformative um their theology is it, it has implications on how they live mm-hmm. and how they interact day, uh, you know day to day um mm-hmm. and and so i think for me it has been like it, it's been thinking about like that's my space and how do i how do i claim it yeah. um but also i think in the same breath it's like geez, this is not bringing life actually and how do i how do i remove myself from from spaces that are not really life and, and actually hold on to mm. you know the truth um uh, mm. who who is who is also a person um yeah mm-hmm. so
0: that's you have you said. Said. but i think
1: having read um, reading this is,
0: is is powerful and transforming for my own mm. Process. Mm. So cool. sense so i really like the thing of um so the economics was brought mm. into it and and i think that that even that is like a resistance to this compartmentalization thing that yeah that, no God only cares about the spiritual, spiritual right. and so, yeah, yeah. So, bring it, so bringing that in is saying no, actually God cares about um, the fullness of my being, yeah. the fullness of yeah. my existence. Um, this also has a space in this place. Mm.
4: Yeah. I mean, it reminds me of, you know, the book we were reading, Sacrifice of mm. Africa, um, which we did a podcast on. Yes. <laughs>
2: <I guess. laughs>
4: um, and, and, yeah, it's, it's that thing of... Um, Emmanuel Katangola speaks about, you know, these obviously these formative stories and Christian social ethics in Africa and how, you know, when um, um, uh, Christianity was being brought in, you know, like in the, what, 18th, 19th century, um, it was brought in as, as, a, as a thing that's just for the realm of the religious, right? Mm-hmm. It's not... It's not it doesn't it doesn't touch on um, what King Leopold is doing it doesn't touch yeah. on what the colonial authorities are doing it's, it's just for <clears throat> it's just for the missionaries and so um, it doesn't make sense to to then critique what's happening mm, yeah. outside of these four walls. why would you? why would you because this is just for you know your spirit and and, and what happens I mean and then and then heaven essentially so we're then taught not to um, not to really question the you know the underlying economic uh, assumptions mm-hmm. of of um, it's, it's, I mean, of these people who are actually—they're bringing this thing in, you know, with the Bible, but they're also doing these things. So, so, so then it's, yeah, yeah. So, sorry, like I just, just to touch mm-hmm. on that, on that thing of, you know, separating Christianity from from our actual holistic living and mm-hmm. just saying it's just for the wrong, for the spiritual. That, that for me has has been demoralizing, mm-hmm. um, and it's something that, and I think I mentioned it just earlier before, like when I come to the Lord mm-hmm. um, for my, you know, for these individual. Private, by the way, private Bible times, right? Yes. Where it it's never, it's never really. Convenient. We don't read with each other. It's just, just me and, my, and the Lord in my room. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very hard to come before that and and, and, and bring about things that I'm um, the social analysis that I'm that I'm doing mm-hmm. and the critique that I'm that i that I'm seeing out there because even even me even me now knowing what I know it's still like. Yeah. In my subconscious, it's still hard to be able to read the Bible and and actually and actually see these these stories for what they really were, mm. um, and 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 see even though I know that Jesus was speaking to a, a marginalized people who are. Who are who are under hectic pressure, you know, from the empire, you know, with, with the taxes and stuff. It's still very really hard to, to read those parables with that in mind because, no, it's just, it, it, it's about, you know, it's about the endless growth. You know how we, if, I, I love, I love, I always go back to the parable of the talents, guys, because when I heard the the, I don't even want to say alternative interpretation of that. The actual, real interpretation mm, of that, yeah. it broke. It broke me because I'm like, wow. This whole time, I thought it was we, we were we were centering and we were the hero in the story was the one who accumulated more. Mm. Um, when actually the, the 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 original, you know, the way that Jesus was telling the story was to actually um, to to lift up the the one actually who, who who said, no, I'm not going to I'm not going to feed into empires um, what it wants for me, which is always to take, 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 take. Yeah anyway so it's about bible reading it's about who will read yeah who will read the bible with yeah. um and and knowing that like you know jesus is is, is for body all all of me oh, not God. just mm. co- co- compartments of me
3: there's something that Dando said that i think for me like in it is a, like this is dangerous for the black christian right. like to be to move beyond the mold like yo know, it's like it's really scary because i'm not going against my pastor i'm going against the system that maintains my pastor. Okay. i'm going against the yeah and and, and the way that it's formed. i'm going against god right so like right. being be, being the sure. being um is dangerous being oh. jesus mm. is dangerous because they kill him mm. that's how dangerous he was right like he came for more than just a spiritual realm and he was murdered so i think for me i'd want to really just I think more and more i'm realizing that it's dangerous it's also really really tiring um mm. this week a friend of mine um who is in a in a white african stretch asked me to be part of a conversation on race and i instantly was like yeah of course it'd be so cool then last time i was like actually no like i'm really tired yeah. like mm. can i can i yeah. can, can i not be here like i'm i'm fatigued mm. um because trying to be the one who's reimagining is also really really exhausting mm. and i think for me, yeah. like, I'm at the stage where I'm just like, didn't even do it. Like, I'm really yeah. tired. Um, and this work is actually very dangerous for me um, mm-hmm. because if I'm not being called um, anti-Jesus, if I'm not being called um, the one who causes disunity, um, I'm ostracized for asking questions mm-hmm. that I'm asking because yes. of the I'm, I'm I'm gaslighted as well. This is, I think, so like, there's this huge gaslighting that like, are you sure it was a racial issue? Um, yeah. Are you sure that's what he meant? Um, I think you should really just begin to think about people, like, assume best intention. And it's like, mm. best intentions are what caused the bad date you know? Mm.
5: Um, mm. So,
3: yeah, like, I, I don't think yeah. I have anything t- specific to answer the question that you asked, Kanti, but just to emphasize that, like, this is really dangerous work, and I think mm. we need each other. Mm. Um, and for me, this, this space has been really good for us to be like, we really just need each other. Mm. Um, yeah. And to support each other when we do step out in faith. That's, yeah. You know? mm.
0: That's really good. And I, I think, I mean, you definitely did answer it in many ways. And I, I, think, I think even um, your recognition of the fact that Jesus was killed because right. he was, he mm, was right. doing this thing. Because mm. yeah. I feel like when we do that work of decolonizing and contextualizing Jesus' life, we can find a place in that story because yeah. that story looks yeah. a lot like the story of black women in South Africa yeah. in the world. Yeah. Um, and so I think just the recognition of that is super important because Jesus is also portrayed as the ideal Christian the, right? The blonde, mm-hmm. Yeah, um, the good the Christian eyes the uh, good Christian that time
4: you feel as um, yeah, they would yeah um,
0: Yes um, Okay, go for it precious You guys keep forgetting about
1: me because I'm jumping. i
0: see.
1: trying <laughs> 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 to say take a tongue
3: your out, just do it
1: <laughs> no I, I i really love i really love this conversation and i think in, in many ways it's so healing because um i think when, when you are in a space when there's when you're the only one that's thinking and critiquing and also has the work of you know trying to build something um it, it it's like it's deeply alienating so i remember i was i was leading <laughs> I was leading a life group, guys, and 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 for me it was just like I know I know I'm being disrespected because I'm I'm black, mm. I'm a black woman, and and I don't know how I'm discipling people who yeah like so don't how see do me. I disciple mm. you yeah. when you don't see me? Mm. Mm. How do how do we sit together and talk about Jesus when you're yeah. going to question mm. Um, mm. the very things that I say and not because like it's not theologically sound, but it's because I'm black. Yeah. And um, I I am not a vanguard of like you know the sound theology I, like the the white man is right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think for me it was just like that that's such a tough thing of like walking together with people who you know um, don't love you and, and and trying to love those people mm-hmm. um, overextending yourself because mm-hmm. like this is the right thing and. You know as we journey together and these are the the kind of words that we use as christians that like, it's all journey together mm-hmm. 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 love each other, bear with one another and okay. it's like i'm the only one that's doing that thing yeah. yeah and 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 so when i understand this is dangerous i saw the danger and that like mm. this is so yeah. scary like i am sure. i'm literally expected to disciple people who yeah. don't see me who don't mm. see mm. my humanity mm. what like what does that actually mean
3: yeah why am I doing
4: that Hmm. I don't know this just makes me question all of it like so what does the lord like what does the lord want for me shem like what like what does the lord now how how does the lord want me to be this model yeah. christian if i does, yeah. he, does is it yeah. is there a constant must i always be the one who believes the best must i always be the one who carries must i always be the one who surrenders and and you know what i'm saying and even that surrender is it is, is it is it really real surrender if i'm if i'm am i surrendering because of the cross because of like my salvation or am i surrendering because culturally actually I, i'm just dominated so like, how do i how, how can i really and truly say i'm, I'm living in the fullness of, of of this christian story like that's yeah. i don't know that's and i mean even
0: those kinds of things get weaponized right yeah. surrender yeah yeah um could you yeah. just yeah. surrender and stop being re- yeah. rebellious yeah. to the lord's will yeah and the lord's will looks very much right like the right <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's right. like my lead
5: person. yeah yeah yeah. it's intertwined. Absolutely. It is
4: intertwined absolutely and this kingdom culture as well right it's, it's completely intertwined with, mm. with, with with this dominant mm. culture so there's a lot of stripping to do there's a lot of like deconstructing to do and i don't mm. I, I, I don't know i don't know if i have the capacity for it i don't know if if if, if the powers that be
3: within these churches have the capacity for it sure. so i don't know yeah. i think for me it also just makes me it makes me really offended by god yeah. um so earlier on we we're talking about <laughs> yeah. like. That some of the most spirit-filled communities of faith are the ones who harbor mm. white supremacist beliefs, anti-racist sure. beliefs, and like they are filled with myungwela, and they are praying sure. in times. Yeah. And so on one end, I'm like, okay, maybe, maybe eventually the Holy Spirit will soften their hearts. each journey, and it's a process with yeah. them.
5: Mm.
3: And the other part, I'm like, no, but there's that one verse there somewhere in the Old Testament where God says, "They sin in your tent." So they've, will, so I'm like, so then. Is it god whom mm. is it is it is it spiritual times that they are praying or is it demonic times because they really just sound more demonic than anything mm. and then i'm like but god why do you enter their presence you know like why is your presence found among them when they yeah! and, and it's found among them and they don't change lord like it, it because then i then i'm face to face with my make and i'm like no dude i'm gonna need i'm gonna need more from you i'm, I'm gonna need more context mm. uh, because their hearts aren't being softened mm. like I mean, in South Africa, it's been 26 years of democracy. Like, if, if we say that the Holy Spirit is found within white churches, it's been 26 years of a journey and their hearts remain to be so hardened mm-hmm. in 2020. What's happening there? Um, because it, it makes me really just want to contend more deeply with God and be like, clearly we might, I think, maybe we're missing each other here, Lord. Um, give me something to work with then. Um, yeah. yeah. Can I, yeah, I think
1: I think that's the difficult thing for me Aya, is like The harder my heart becomes towards These people, the Mm. harder it becomes towards God, and I don't want that I don't want Mm. that Um, But I've sat in Bible studies, right Mm. And I'm like Guys, these people are Growing in the word They love Jesus Mm.
3: Glory to God What
1: is this cognitive dissonance What is going on
3: Yeah, Mm.
1: Like, I sat in Bible studies or like just in like cell and I'm just like, What's yeah, man, what is happening here? Like, yeah. the, like, yeah. It, yeah. I, I I, can't place it. I just can't make sense of what
0: yeah. is happening. The level, you is are so the problem. Clearly, strange. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
4: That's what this is. Sure. I've
0: been yeah. thinking about this a lot also. Sure. I mean, I've, really, the more I think about it, the more I feel like our theology mm. and the way that it's been constructed and even the way that things happen institutionally in the church. I mean, we were talking before about how it's so difficult for the church to change because mm. before someone even gets a voice to speak in the church, they must you have, have to be conformed sort of. to mm. a certain way of thinking. So I think there's these yeah. institutional things that just entrench the status quo. Yeah. And then many things about our theology as well do yeah. it. Like, um, and, and I think there needs to be... like a recognition that our theo- so much of that theology that dominant theology has been informed by the culture yeah. um, it's been informed by the logic of capitalism and the market it's been informed by this culture of individualism that we all inhabit today it's been informed by patriarchy and white supremacy and and so it feels like these things are so entrenched into there so as long as they as long as it remains like that it feels Mm -hmm. like there's no hope of change like until we do some deep grappling with actually um, how our theology has Mm -hmm. been intertwined with empire I think the church will continue in the way that it's been going Mm -hmm. um, in a way Um, but unless anyone wants to add anything to that question um, let me ask the last one so so, I think. So, as Black women, I think, um, yeah. So the question: What kind of, what particular gifts are, can Black women bring to the church and the gospel? We've we've identified all of these all of these issues that we have seen and experienced in this thing. Um, I think because of because of our particular experiences. We see things that people from other positions mm. don't necessarily see. Mm. Um, and so I think, yeah, the question is what, what are some of those things? What are some of the things that we're seeing that we think actually needs to, needs to change about the church? Or that, that where are the kinds of spaces that need to be made for, for this input, which is so um, rarely made, I think. Mm.
5: I think we bring like a new a new way of seeing and and knowing and um a charisma that exists outside of this sanitized block Mm -hmm. that can sort of rejuvenate us for that newness Um, and the tough part is that we need people to scales to fall off their eyes for us to even have the opportunity to see and to know and um to bring about that newness Mm. and that is the part i'm shrugging with how to you know be strategic in the ways that i um move so that i still am a part of that Mm. change um, but not losing myself um, and assimilating in the process Mm -hmm. i think
0: Yo, that's so hard Like, it's so often when you want to bring change You you have to, like, maneuver between the logic of the That you're trying to change And even when you're at the same time As you're trying to bring something different
3: mm. I think communities like this for me are so important Like, mm. if we are being thrown into line then on our own mm. Then it will always be a dangerous work But, like, mm. I think Yeah, like, I think that, like in in what we bring to like one like create um for ourselves because mm-hmm. they're not going to do it for us whoever they is um to create for ourselves like breathing room so mm-hmm. there's this really great um thing that i follow is called the nap ministry and it's mm-hmm. like u.s based and part mm-hmm. of what they say is that like you can't lead resistant movements if you're not resting yeah. so like rest sure. as resistance yeah. mm-hmm. and i've just been really loving following what they are doing and it's it's for black women by bi- by black women, um, I'm just like cultivating race intentionally within mm. our communities, um, and I think for me, like I'm I'm team I'm team take a nap, um, and then I think the other part is that I think what I know for certain that we bring, um, as black women, as I think marginalized people, is the ability to see Jesus as just that—that right. that this Jesus yeah. is yeah. um is born to this random woman who is unmarried. Um, they are fleeing because they become refugees they live i mean he's born in a shack you know um he's a mess really like his story is one of that shows being marginal and i think for me i think one of the reasons why i think one of the reasons why jesus has become blue-eyed and yellow and blonde is because White people could never imagine submitting right. to a brown God, and so they had to make God white. They had to make God male. They had to God make they had to make God he, because the idea of submitting to a black woman just does not gel well. And so I think, I think because there's seventy percent black people in this country, and we inhabit the church. I mean, the, South Africa is eighty percent Christian, and so when we enter there in in numbers. Um, I think it's really to just like, show that like, actually this Jesus is very, very brown. Um, and that actually God doesn't believe in equality. God says, I have come for the poor, you know, mm-hmm. um, to set the captives free. That um, yeah, like this idea of, of, a, of, a, of, of God being for all, I think it is at, at, a, at a fatherly heart. But the for all that Jesus came for is really the captives, um, is really the marginalized, for mm-hmm. the poor to say, I'm rich, for the blind to say, I can see. Like, he's come for the blind. And the blind can be me or you. So, yeah, I think for me, like, that's, that's, the, that's the gift of being on the margins. But it comes with a burden, though, mm. because then you're that girl. You're that angry black person. You're that angry po- poor person. Mm. Um, and I think, yeah, I think those are just the two things. Like, one, I think race is important to cultivate healing spaces for ourselves. Mm. Um, that are laughter and fun, because we are more than the sum of our pain. Absolutely. Um and to just like celebrate ourselves for being who we are then i think the second part is that um we're coming in as someone who's in the margin reminds yeah. them that actually jesus is right here with me in the mm. margins he's actually mm. not in constantia mm. um um and 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 jesus being in the margin he's inviting you in like he's i think there's two jesus where there's there's the one jesus who like who's tossing tables and he's mm. like saying woe to thee mm. But there's also the one who's like inviting you to dinner. And I think mm. for white people, for people who are in power, if you're not taking the invitation of Jesus to come have a meal with him, mm-hmm. you can never be changed. Like, Then your Jesus really is only in the public sphere. He's not at your dinner mm-hmm. table um, asking you who you're having your meal with. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah,
0: I love that that um thing of having having a meal together because i feel mm. like that so mm. fits into the idea of making home like yeah. so much so much of what a yeah. home is is like sitting mm. around a table eating together. and eating together yeah, yeah. Mm. finding out how people's days. exactly yeah and exactly like being together mm. um yeah and i think what you said about um the image of god that that you have like that that has such huge implications and, and brown Jesus being turned into white Jesus because mm. um, so I find um, Christina Cleveland yeah. I, I don't know if anyone has followed her but yeah. her, her kind of journey into seeing God as a black wom- woman mm. um, has been so liberating I think and um, because when, when God is seen as a black woman um, there's, there's like so much more nurture. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes God as the white male is just so, mm. so distant mm. and like that mm. leadership mode, like mm-hmm. <laughs> all of that. And so I think, I think being able to, being able to see God um, in different ways. And mm. and of course, I think that having God portrayed as a male constantly, like, that's not without impact. Like, that, Mm. I think that embeds itself deep within Mm. our um, subconsciouses and our theologies, and so I think Mm. that kind of disruption um, that Mm. we're able to bring is really important. Mm. I've been been reading some really good stuff on
3: um, the relationship between um, queer non-binary, well, gender non-binary people and transgender people, and the trinity and the holy spirit that mm. like when we continue to marginalize queer people when we continue to marginalize um transgender people mm. in our faith communities yeah. we cease to see the mystery of god in them mm. we cease mm. to see um the mystery and the magic and the and this three-in-oneness mm. like what yeah. um the moment we see god as as a as as a heterosexual somebody mm. yeah um, he can only be that, right. yeah. and if when we see God as woman, God becomes other. Mm. But I think I've been inter- I've been enjoying theology around um, the Trinity and transgenderedness and and, and queerness as well. Like yeah. w- what we've become so much poorer yeah. as Christians when God only becomes one thing, mm. and it's it's so anti-triune gospel for me because. This God is not one thing; it is three things in one. Mm. You know, Mm. Um, and the three of them—the the the person of Jesus, the person of Father, the person of the Mm. Holy Spirit—are constantly dynamic. Mm. You know, and so what a missed opportunity for me—the moment we continue to marginalize, um, Mm. particularly queer people and queer non-binary people—because then we are saying that like there isn't God's mystery in you, and there's not a piece of God in you that. that I want to see, mm. we completely say that there's no God in you. Mm. Um, and it's the same thing when we when we make God, when we say God is not a woman, we're saying God cannot be found in a black woman. Um, for me, that's very sinful mm. um, and very anti. This triune God, whom we profess so publicly. Mm. Yeah. I
1: mm.
4: yeah. just think of that passage it talks about yeah the the the, the, the many-sided, multi-dimensional. You know, I forget how it says the nature of God. Um, but when we when we seek to know, right, to know that, that he's this, this, and that, um, then it kind of limits, yeah, that whole mystery. Mm-hmm. Like I was also thinking before, when when you were speaking about the church, I was like, even for us, like where, or, or speaking for myself, like where then am I looking to for hope? Is it yeah. just in the institutional church? Am mm-hmm. I limiting myself to that? And and I loved how you both mentioned, you know, the dinner tables and creating communities mm-hmm. for ourselves and and not being limited to. Um, the four walls of the church, and especially the institutional church, and mm. and looking for for hope there. I know, obviously, most of my experiences are, and we, we were kind of formed there in our kind of like discipleship nature, mm. um, and and those experiences are valid. But like, it's it's also being able to look beyond that, too. and I, and I wonder if I'm mean, I'm always like looking at myself internally as well, like how like yeah, am I free to 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 build these other tables, especially among Black women, um, mm. or or is there, is there also internalized racism in, in, in the sense that wanting to um, to be in, in spaces which are, have been crafted by these white men um, and then be validated by them right? So be, be those black mm-hmm. unicorns in, in these spaces so it's, it's, it's also an internal process as well of, of constantly checking myself and saying mm-hmm. hey actually let me let me, who, who am I reading the bible with, am I actually mm-hmm. putting myself in community with people mm-hmm. um, who, who want to journey in this way yeah. Um Yeah, people are different from me, even.
0: So good. Any final thoughts from anyone? Same. (laughs) It's
4: been so good. Cool,
0: thank you so much um, for this conversation. Yeah, I think there's been so much in here that we could chew on. Um, So, yeah, to people who have been listening, I hope you've enjoyed it. Um, Please let us know any thoughts or questions or comments that you have um, and we'll see you next time Bye. Bye. thank you for listening to the warehouse podcast we highly value your comments questions and suggestions connect with us on facebook at the warehouse trust on twitter with the username warehouse trust and on instagram at we are the warehouse and check out our website at www dot warehouse dot, dot z a please join us again as we continue to explore questions of jesus faith and justice in our society today